you're listening to the Coaching Matrix Private Podcast with Amber Smith. Okay, welcome to Make It Rain. Today we're going to be talking about all things money mindset. And so I'm going to just jump right in. If you guys have questions during the call, put it in the chat. Um, because I, like I said, I have a lot to pack into this hour. <laughs> um, and I just, I, like, I love talking about making money, selling, um, all of it. When I got started online, like I loved the idea of making money. And so we're going to talk about the idea of making money, but we're going to talk about like really making money. Um, because I think that's the point of having a business. In fact, one of my mentors, his name is Dan Kennedy, and he has a book called Magnetic Marketing, in case you wanted to look it up. He's like, no one's in a coaching business. No one's in a, like, a dental business. We're all in the money business. And I used to like laugh and kind of feel like yucky about that. But as I've grown as an entrepreneur, I've realized like, business means you're in the money business. And so it's so important to have a really good relationship with money. And so we're going to kick off this whole program um, with money work. We're going to jump into sales. So if you have sales questions, save them because we'll talk about um, my sales sequence and stuff like that. Today is about uncovering and doing some tweaks about money itself. The first thing that we're going to talk about is that money is made up. (laughs) And it's not real, right? Um, It's a relationship we have with this idea that we call money. And so I'm going to give you a quick history lesson. I'm not a huge historian, but I think this is so interesting to know. The gold standard ended in 1933. The gold standard, at least in America, like this is where our money was backed by gold, right? Like if we took it to a bank, we could get that amount of money in gold. And in 1933, they were like, you know what? Like, we're not going to do that anymore. So money, if you really think about it, is just a concept. It's an idea that we just all agree on. These zeros and ones that we make up online in our banks are just an idea. And this is why we've seen things emerge like Bitcoin, like cryptocurrency, because we're seeing like it's just something we agree on. And so it's not something that's morally good or morally bad. It's not something that some people have and that some people don't. It's just an idea. And we're going to talk about creating value. We're going to talk about how you become more valuable and how you position yourself to get paid and appreciated for the value you put in the world. But I think it's so important to remember, like, it is just a relationship, right? You have a relationship with money. Your neighbor has a relationship with money. Your husband has a relationship with money. I have a relationship with money is the relationship serving you? And I think when we look at it this way, it's like, oh, like I can make this whatever I want it to be. And I would say, yes, like you're getting, you're getting it. (laughs) So I'm going to give you some of my favorite money mindset books. The first one is a happy pocket full of money. Um, This is more of like the energetics and spiritual relationship we have to abundance, to wealth. Highly recommend it. Second one is the master key to riches by Napoleon Hill. He's the one that wrote think and grow rich. Um, and I'm sharing these books because I think we have some book nerds in the audience like me. <laughs> so um, I like this book better than Thinking Grow Rich because it talks about your attention. Um, and we're going to talk about what how you get what you think about, right? Next one is You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero, which is a classic. Also very good. This one, I don't know of many people who have heard of this one, but if you have, let me know. Because I it was like I stumbled on this in a really roundabout way. It's called Busting Loose from the Money Game. Um, this is about like, basically your life is like a hologram and you get to like pop things into your hologram based on the way you think. Right. And we're going to talk about the law of assumption today, which is, um, oh, sorry, where did it go? That was weird. Sorry guys. Um, which is super important. And like the busting loose from the money game really speaks to that. I love that one. The cover kills me. Yeah. Are you talking about busting loose? Yeah. It looks so cheesy. And then you read it and you're like, oh, like this is good. (laughs) Yeah. If you look at the cover, you guys like it's really cheesy, but the content is very good. The next one is rich as F by Amanda Francis. Don't let the cover turn you off either. It is a very good book. Very into like, if you struggle with the feast or famine cycle in your business, if you struggle with, um, holding money, 
like being like you make it, but you have a hard time keeping it. This book is really good. The last one that we're going to talk about in this program is called Psycho-Cybernetics. If you've read this, will you let me know this? Apparently, this is a classic. I hadn't even heard of it until recently, um, like within the last two years. And But it's been around for a long time. And we're going to talk specifically about this one today. And Psycho-Cybernetics isn't really about money, but you'll see why it is. So those are my book recommendations um, if you want to read or study on top of what we do in this program. I first want you... I've done this before <laughs> with lots of things, but I think it's so good. Like I have in my journal, I can find pages when I do this and I've seen how it changes over time, which is I think really cool, right? If when I was 17, the way I answered this, these questions would be very different than how I answer it now, right? And so it's kind of cool to have like a log of how have I felt about money? What has my relationship with money been? I mean, you could substitute money for, like my relationship with my husband was blank. My relationship with my husband is, my relationship with my husband will be. We can see how it's like a very similar um, experience. Oh, I forgot one more book. Sorry, I just saw this on my desk. The Abundance book by John Randolph Price. Those are print, Price, not Prince. Um, another really good book. And it's really little, like you can see, like it's really little. I carry it around in my purse arm when I'm traveling and stuff because it's a good one. But anyway, back to the relationship piece, because what like the way I want you to think about this work today, it's like your relationship with money. So when you answer these questions, think of it like a lover. Think of it like a friend. How would you describe it? Right. Are you guys tight knit? Do you trust each other? <laughs> um, do you kind of hate it? Do you have a push and pull relationship with it? And just do a quick check in because we're going to do this at the end of the program, too. And I hope that in the next four weeks, like you will make some shifts here, that you will think about it and feel the most important piece differently about it. And we want to do this from a place of non-judgment. I also don't want you to be a teacher's pet here. This is not putting the right answer. Try to be as brutally honest. Money was really sucky, <laughs> right? Like really like just let it come out because it'd be great if you're like, yeah, money was hard, but now it's fine and it will be abundant. That's what Amber wants me to say. Like, that's not the point of this. I really want you to get into like, what is it truly like if no one knew what you wrote, if um, like you were being brutally honest, what would you say? And we'll do this again at the end. So we're going to talk about two things today. The law of assumption, which is more of like the spiritual. Um, another way to talk about it is like the law of attraction. It's more of like a spiritual understanding of how we create money. The next thing we're talking about is cybernetics, which, like I said, we're talking about this book. Um which is more mechanical. So cybernetics comes from this idea of like, like let's say you programmed a toothpaste cap machine, right? Like this machine screwed on the, the tooth cap, toothpaste cap. I don't know why I chose that. It's so hard to say. Um, and like you program this machine to do that. All it does all day is screw on the cap all day long, right? Cybernetics is like, how do you program, like, how do you make it do something? Or like, if I were to look at my desk and I picked up my mouse, how did I make my arm do that, right? My mind. And so we see this in um, mechanical things, but it's really powerful when we program our mind to like assume something's gonna happen and then we physically do it. And so I highly recommend you read the book. Uh, it goes into more details about this. We're gonna talk about I'm going to give you the best parts in case you're not a reader, <laughs> but I think it's really powerful. And so we're going to start with the law of assumption by Neville Goddard. And basically it's just assume the feeling of your wish already being fulfilled. I teach this as like the be do have model. If you're familiar with that model, we talked about it a lot in the pro coach program, um, being the person that you want to be feeling wealthy, feeling rich, feeling booked out feeling like a high level coach, feeling like a high ticket coach that happens before it, we create it in reality. Right. And so the law of assumption is whatever you take on as if it was true, you'll end up creating it in reality. It's inevitable. Um, and then we're going to talk about a little bit about the law of attraction. I, a lot of people use them interchangeably. I think they're like a little bit different. There's, there's nuanced differences, but the idea is, is you are embodying, you are feeling the when it's done, but you do it now before any evidence, before the client reaches out, before the money actually hits your account, you are literally operating like, of course, it's going to happen. And this feels 
fake in the beginning. And it's very normal for like, if you're trying to hit 10 K or if you're trying to get a painful client or you're working on hundred K or whatever your goals are very normal for your brain to be like, yeah, like that's not real. Like <laughs> you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm a hundred K earner. And you're like, yeah, no, you're not. That's normal. The idea is to practice it and to get so comfortable in that embodiment that it just becomes natural. Um, What's cool is, is when we do this enough, our subconscious mind then goes to work. And this is like, kind of like the how, okay. Like I'm thinking I'm feeling, but like, how does this actually work? One of the ways when I was in um, school, when I was studying psych, they, they taught me about the subconscious mind is like, it's the prover, whatever you believe on a subconscious level, you're going to prove to yourself. And one of the things that he talks about in the Psycho-Cybernetics book is like your self-image, right? If you see yourself as someone who struggles making money, and that's just how it's always been, that's how it was for your parents, that's how it's been your whole life, I bet you've proven that in the last month. If you see yourself as very careful with money and you're kind of tight, I bet you can, I, I'm sure you can prove it in the past month. That's how you operated. That's how you acted. That's how you spent right? We literally create it into being based on what we assume about ourselves. And so it's so important that we don't just change our habits and our thought or our actions. We change our assumption about ourselves. Like, I want you to see yourself as a rain maker, that you generate and create money because you are the entrepreneur, you are the business owner. That's an assumption that I've grown into. And I like, it's available at any given point. And one of the things that I, like when I was creating this, like, I love this slide so much. The only reason you didn't make hundred K yesterday is because you assumed you wouldn't. And I'm like, I didn't make hundred K yesterday. <laughs> I wish I did every day, but like, there's a reason. And the reason isn't what you think. It's not because you like, part of it is the structures and the offers and the audience and all that stuff. But that comes after the self-image of someone who you just assumed you'd make hundred K this sentence should make you very excited about your life. The only reason you didn't make a million dollars yesterday is because you assumed you wouldn't. This is really, really, really powerful. When we, when we apply this, right, we can apply this to signing clients. We can apply this to getting on podcast episodes. We can get this, you know, we can apply this to the hundred K whatever you can insert anything there. And I bet it's because you assumed you wouldn't. Well, of course I wouldn't, right? Like, it seems like we're just explaining or like describing the truth, but it's flip-flopped. It always comes from us. Money is an effect of our thinking, of who we're being. It's not like the ultimate truth. You create that. And so this, like I said, this sentence is like what make it rain is, is built upon. What you assume you're going to do, you do. What you assume you're going to get, you get. And so I would like ask yourself, like, what did you assume about today? Did you assume that no one would reach out to you about coaching? Did you assume that no one would say yes to the offer? Did you assume that it was going to be hard to make money? Like, what have you assumed? And like the other good things, you know, I assumed I was going to be healthy this morning. Like it goes both ways, negative and positive. And so the law of assumption is a super powerful thing to understand we're going to talk about the magical, <laughs> the tactical and the practical of money and sales in this program. This is a little bit, it's like, to me, the law of assumption is where the magical meets the tactical, right? Because when we actually change what we think and feel, we do change our results, but this is why like the law of assumption is how we prove it. And so it's like the like intersection. So the magical, tactical, and practical about what we've talked about so far I'm going to share three different ideas with the, in the, to me, fall in the magical, the things that are hard to explain, but like you just see evidence of it happening. The first one is something from quantum physics called the, the observer effect. This is kind of nerdy, but I feel like you guys are here for it. Um, when you observe the atom, when you observe like the neutrons and the protons and the electrons and like all of the stuff that makes up an atom, especially the electrons, it changes when you observe it. And there's a lot of science that backs this up. Like when you watch something, it changes. If like, if you didn't watch it, it would behave differently. So one of the things I actually just challenged one of my private clients to do this is just to look at her money every day. That alone will change the results. And so one of the things I want to encourage you to do is start paying attention to your money. 
start looking at it, start looking at like, if you, especially if you have a hard relationship with money, whether it's like you're in debt and you're struggling, or you just feel like it's stressful, or you feel like you never have enough or whatever, start watching it and it'll change. And now when we insert like the law of assumption too, when you look at the money, assuming it's going to grow, assuming you're going to make more, you're really going to experience something different. The next thing that you I'm sure you've heard of is called the law of attraction, that which is like unto itself is drawn. So when you are being the person who is wealthy, like it's just the way that you feel about yourself, you, you are an energetic match to money, it is drawn to you. And then the, the thing that we talked about specifically is the law of assumption. When you act as if it's going to happen, it's inevitable that it will happen. And I want you just to, have you seen this happen in your business already? Have you seen the law of assumption that like what you're getting now is probably what you assumed you were going to get? And we see evidence of this like in, in the industry and, and in just like the entrepreneur world in general. Um, we see people who just assume it's going to take a lot of hard work. And so they prove that right. Right. We see entrepreneurs that assume that businesses fail. So businesses fail. <laughs> and like we mentioned in the beginning, like the reason I brought the gold standard idea is like, it's not like there's this pie that we all have to fight over, right? There's not a set amount of money in the world. This is really important for coaches to understand because that idea of like competition, we assume there's competition. So there is this breaks that idea. If you assume that everyone can sign clients, that's how I like the assumption that I have. It's a really powerful assumption to, to go into business with. I assume I'm going to figure it out. I assume in the end, I get what I want. It's a really, really powerful like stance to take in business. And one of the quick, quick check-ins that we talked about, like the money is like, especially like this one, the money is, can you see that what you're experiencing right now is kind of what you assumed it would be? And if you're starting to get results, maybe you've been building momentum, maybe you've created results um, like that used to seem very foreign or hard to create, you're starting to live into the money assumption that you want for the future. And that's why we practice celebration. We practice saying, this is real. I created this. I never want you to say that client came out from, came from nowhere. Like that idea of like, I don't know where that client came from. Always integrate and celebrate that you created it because that will help you keep creating it, right? When you assume you created something, you keep doing it. And so it's so important to like, make sure your mind is going here and celebrating and seeing like, I'm making these changes. Things are becoming how I want them to become. You're always redirecting your mind to like, I'm doing this. This is me. And there's forces at work, right? Like the law of assumption, the law of attraction. There's things that seem out of our control, but it's not. It was your thinking and feeling. It was your vibration and frequency that made it happen with your action, with your energy, whatever, however you want to describe it, you made it happen. The observer effect, same thing. And so I've seen this play out in two different ways, right? We see the hustle culture where there's a lot of people that make things happen. And I think that there's a really important lesson, which is like, if you believe something's going to happen, you're going to act accordingly, right? You're going to sell, you're going to show up, you're going to make offers, you're going to put the call to action in your email line, <laughs> right? And we're going to kind of talk about how that's like the tactical and practical piece of this. You can't just sit on the couch. And this is where like, I have, um, I feel like I have a split group of people, like some of my very spiritual clients, and maybe you fall into this category, like they feel really good. They're aligned. They're at peace. They feel in love with their family. They feel at home with themselves. They feel connected spiritually. Like their things are really good, but they're not making any money because they're not taking any action. The law of assumption is working, right? They're assuming that they can feel good, but they're not assuming they can make money because if they did, they would behave differently, right? They'd be They'd be creating the clients. They'd be out acting as if it's going to happen. No one's going to knock on your door and say, hey, like, I want to hire you. And you're like, where'd you come from? They're like, I don't, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I just found myself walking by your house. <laughs> and I just felt like I needed to pay you $10,000. Like that, that, that's not the kind of magical I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like when someone who's been following you for six months reaches out to you today and is like, hey, like I've been following you. I want to work together. When someone refers their clients to you, that seems magical, but it wasn't. It's because you were putting these into, into work. And so we're going to talk about like, how does this like actually break down? Because these are great ideas, right? Um, 
this is like the tactics, right? Every day you have to summon the feeling of your goal already being accomplished. And I actually want to walk you through like what I would do, um, what I do right now in this, in this call. And so what I will have you do is like write down whatever ideas come to you when I'm talking and just commit to yourself and to me that you're actually going to apply this. This isn't, this is great to know. It's way better when you actually do it way better. (laughs) Um, knowledge plus action is power. Knowledge is not power, right? It's the application of what we know. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, like this is good. Don't just do it on this call. Like do it tomorrow in the shower, do it while you drive. And I'm going to share what I believe is the most helpful. I'm going to put one word on this, which is in the micro. Well, I guess the word I want you to remember is like micro. This This idea, this feeling, it's in the micro moments of your day. And so one of the things I mentioned this actually in a podcast episode that I just released released called Being an Energetic Match for What You Want. Like when you're doing the dishes, when you're doing things that you would do, no matter how much money you're making, that's where I think that this is the most powerful type of work. So let's say your goal is 100K. How does the 100K version of you do the dishes? The actions are the same but the feeling that you bring into it is very different. And that's what we're interested in. Maybe you feel more fun. Maybe you sing with your kids. Maybe you're not in a rush, right? Let's say you made hundred K in a day. How would you do the dishes? Same action, very different energetic and emotional experience. And that's where I've found that this work is like quantum. I do this when I'm on a walk. Like if I was making seven figures a year, how would I walk with my kids? I would be super excited. I would be enjoying them. I wouldn't be in a rush to get back home. I would be out experiencing life. I wouldn't be tied to my phone, right? Like those little micro things. And so I want you to close your eyes or just like, you know, just imagine whatever works for you. You don't have to close your eyes by any means, but I want you to imagine that you woke up and you're getting out of bed and you go downstairs and you sit at the kitchen table and you have your breakfast, you turn on your phone and you see I don't know, 10 notifications, either of payments, of clients asking how to work with you, of recurring revenue coming in. How does that feel in that moment? You're like, maybe the sun's shining through the window and you're just like, like, of course, like this is my hundred K day, you know, whatever goal, maybe you're just like trying to get your first few clients and you're like, oh my gosh, it's happening. I want you to pay attention to what's happening in your body when you're scrolling your phone, seeing the evidence piling up, because that's the summoning that we want to do. We want to summon the feeling, the vibration of it being done. That's the law of assumption, right? We're not just visualizing numbers. We're not just visualizing people. We are like feeling it now. We're using our imagination to create an experience. Do you feel like for me, it's like ease. It's gratitude. It's almost that feeling of like relief, like it's happening, it's working. And as long as you can hold that feeling, you are an energetic match for it. And you're like, you're literally applying the law of assumption and the law of attraction and the quantum, like what we talked about, the quantum, which is the observer effect. You're changing the way that your future is being shaped in this moment. But it's not just the thinking, it's not just the visual, it's the feeling that you're creating. And so you're going to notice some things create an emotional experience and some don't. If what I just shared did not create an emotional experience for you of scrolling your phone and seeing the notifications, we have to find something that actually creates an experience for you. One of the example, the other example that I'm going to share is my car. So I have talked about this old Tahoe that I drove for years it was a 2004 Tahoe. It like had tears in the seats. It was like really old and it would always like ding and stuff. And I drove it for years because I was putting so much money back into my business that I just was like, it works. It's fine. And I remember like feeling like, okay, like I'm ready for an upgrade. Like I, I feel like I've done the work. I'm just not creating enough money for this. And I was like, why? It's because how I felt about the car was creating the car. I was kind of annoyed with it. I was frustrated by it. I was embarrassed by it. And those feelings don't create wealth, right? Feeling embarrassed, feeling frustrated, feeling lack 
because lack always creates lack, kept me stuck in my business for probably like six months. I like did not make a lot of progress. And then I realized that be do have model, like I said, if I was being the person who had this amazing car in the future, I would take it to the car wash. I would be grateful for it. I would celebrate it. I'd be proud of it. I'd talk about it differently. I would affirm it differently. And so I realized that starts now before I ever got the cool car, right? Before I ever got to the results that I wanted, that started with who I was being. And so think like in the micro, I changed myself first. I started taking, I got a car wash membership for this old car, right? I paid $30 a month. So I could take my car to unlimited car washes because I loved my car. I was grateful for my car. I wanted to take care of it, right? Um, I would, every time it would do this like little ding, 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 ding. I would have me and the girls, we'd like yell like grateful. And it was, it started off kind of funny, felt kind of weird in the beginning. But then it taught me such a powerful lesson. One is that we are always sufficient. If you are on a Zoom call because you have internet, think about what's going on in the world today. We are very, very blessed. We are very, very lucky. We have a lot of abundance. And even back then, like for the car example, like I was driving a four wheel drive car that my kids were safe in. Like I had, like, it was an amazing opportunity when I expand my vision a little bit and remember what's like really going on in the world. Like we are very, very lucky. And so that little shift of gratitude, of taking care of my things, of being sufficient and excited, right? It doesn't mean we're not, we're not anticipating and excited for the future. It means finding deep awe and sufficiency for what is now. Because if you think you're going to feel that way in the future, but you don't feel that way now, I promise the money is going to come and you're not going to change your experience of life. You're going to find that this, this program is like, kind of like a, like kind of like bamboozled you into loving your life now. <laughs> Cause a lot of the work we do is finding joy and sufficiency in the now. And from that place, we create more of the same. And that's the secret to life, right? is finding what's awesome now, then you get more of that. That's the law of assumption. When things, you just assume things are amazing, things become more amazing. When you learn how to enjoy this moment, you're going to be able to receive a future moment. I've seen this in entrepreneurs and in myself. Like I remember thinking, well, if I could just make 50K in a year, like I remember that experience, like that would change my life. 50K came and went and I didn't even like, it didn't, it didn't change me. And I remember feeling kind of sad, like I missed the opportunity to celebrate my progress and milestones. And I don't want you to miss it. Whatever your milestones and progress are right now, the point is, is being so aware and in awe of this. And the, another thing that I say is like being in the miracle of this industry, of the chance that you have to work at home, making money, working with strangers on the internet, like, wow, that's amazing. Are you tapped into that? Because that's how you're going to create your next level of income and wealth. Always. Learning how to receive is an important piece of this work. Um, and not. And I think the receiving piece is key if you struggle with keeping money. If you know how to, like, I know for a long time, I would make money and it would be gone. <laughs> I'd be like, what is happening? It's because I didn't know how to receive. I knew how to create money, which is more of like a masculine energetics piece. I didn't know how to receive yeah, money, which is a feminine yeah. energetics piece. We're going to talk about in the sequence, yeah. we're going to talk about... Um, why that's so important, but that's changed now. It's not changed when you make more money. That's, that is the ultimate thought error. If you think you're going to treat your money differently, that you make more, you are mistaken. Um, someone's mic is on and I don't know who's, but will you just check to see if your mic is on? Thank you. Um, like truly like it changes in this moment. So what are the things, just pay attention to whatever's coming up right now for you. Do you need to check in with your money? Do you need a, the B word? Do you need a budget? <laughs> Do you need to treat it like you love it and respect it and like it's always there for you? Do you need to have a conversation with someone that you share finances with? Do you need to pay off a debt that's going to free up some of that energetic space? Whatever, I don't even know what it is, but whatever's coming up to up for you, it changes in this moment. And it's always this moment, right? Then now is all we have. And like, it's easy not to do. We're going to talk about why it's so important that you do the things that are easy not to do because everyone wants like the, that magical thing that like, it just comes like I won the lottery. 
and then all my money problems went away. Or like, if I could just get a painful client for 10 K, like all my money problems would go away, but really it's, it's never something external changing. It's always what's happening within us. Okay. So every day, like put an alarm on your phone. It's not woo. And you're going to see why, because the cybernetics piece of this, like when you train your subconscious mind to expect something, what you do during the day changes, even on a micro level, the way you talk about it changes. Um, the other thing that I want to share with you that like some of the things that I've done that have worked over time is affirming out loud what I wanted to be true. And so I'm going to share some of the thoughts that like I had to speak out loud um, to my husband, to my friends, to my mom. And it seemed kind of weird in the beginning, like I said, but it changed my, like my subconscious dialogue that was going on in my mind, right? There's always more where that came from. I remember saying that to myself, like when I would pay the bills, when I would buy groceries, when I do things that were just in my normal day-to-day life, there's always more where that came from because I'm, I started to identify as the rainmaker in my business. I make money all the time. Well, if I was someone who was making money all the time, I would, I would just believe that there's always more where that came from. Whatever I spend, I make more, more. And notice like if, when I'm saying these thoughts, like is anything coming up in you where you have resistance? It's so good to pay attention. Not because we need to judge it or change it right away, but just the awareness, just the observation is going to change your experience with money, which is really powerful. Um, one of the, the thoughts that I have as a coach is like clients come to me from places known and unknown all the time. The unknown piece isn't because it's magic. It's because I'm the creator and I'm tapped in, but I don't have to know where they're coming from, but what I'm doing is working. The effort I put into Instagram, the email I sent three weeks ago, the podcast I recorded yesterday or 60 months ago is all contributing to this being true. I just don't need to know how or where they came from, but I know that I was the creator of it, right? With my thinking, with my alignment, with summoning that feeling. Another thought that I have that I've, and this is one that I actually want to prove to be true. I'm always getting paid in the pro coach program. We talked about like, we're always getting paid from our clients, right? Whether they actually pay us or whether they refer us to another client, whether they share your content on social media and then that person shares that content on social media and then that person ends up hiring us, always getting paid. My coach says, always, always, I'm gonna add that too. Um, always, always. And I'm gonna attribute that to her because it's not, it's not my saying. But, um, and I love this because every relationship serves us in business especially when we're coming from a really abundant place, right? Even if they don't sign up for our free training or even if they don't sign up for a consult, we can genuinely love them and feel like there's an exchange of value between us because we're always getting paid. Whether, like I said, whether it's sharing content or them actually signing up, you're getting paid. And this belief is really powerful. And one of the things that I, um, the last thought I have, which is so funny now, because I used to feel like I was awful with money especially before I started my entrepreneurship journey, like the word budget still makes me, I, I use the word allocation in case any of you struggle with the word budget. I have a money allocation meeting with myself. I do not have a budget meeting because budget, the word just doesn't feel good to me. It feels very restrictive. And we're always paying attention to like, is this expansive or is this restrictive? Budget feels like restrictive to me, but allocation feels like something a wealthy woman would do. So that's, that's like my little word that I use. <laughs> But one of the thoughts that I had to change was I'm so good with money. It felt so untrue, but it was just my assumption, right? So guess what happened? I was awful with money. And that was proven to me over and over again in my life and changing the assumption I had about myself and about money. I'm so good with money started with me saying that in my mind and out loud. Sometimes these things are easy not to do the things we read in books, the, the, the affirmations, the visualizations, the, the feeling all of it is super easy not to do. And I understand that. I promise reading the books and not doing what they talked about didn't change my life. Reading the books, taking the programs and actually doing it is what changed my life. And so whatever you're feeling inspired to do, whatever thoughts or practices you're like, you know, I could probably do that. Pay attention to it because it's, it's, it's not just theory. And what's cool is this compounds over time, right? You might not make 100K tomorrow, 
but wouldn't it be cool if one day you did have a 100k day like that wasn't even in my awareness as a high schooler maybe it wasn't in your awareness either I know when I was 17 I thought that becoming a therapist and making 100k a year was like the top of the top (laughs) right and then I realized that's just getting started and that's so fun um because when I think of make it rain, if you're interested in a program like this, it's because you want to create wealth either with your business or compounding your resources, investing, whatever it is, you're interested in generating a lot of wealth. And so I, this is the, the essential thing is like you change who you are, your self-image, the way you see yourself, the things you assume about yourself and the rest falls into place pretty naturally. And you're actually going to stick to things. And so whatever it takes, if you're sending an alarm, if you're doing it with a buddy, if you are, you know, just telling someone that you love that you're committing to something, I don't even know. For me, it was like speaking out loud to my husband, like I'm making this business work. Like I affirmed that to him when I was making like $400. I affirmed to him that like, this was going to be real. And he, I don't think he would believe me in the future, but it was practice for me, right? Like a lot of these things are so you integrate it into your way of being, um, And that this is kind of like the practical piece, right? When you believe money is available in the world, you sell it. When you believe that money isn't a piece of, in a set piece of pie where some people get it and some people don't, where you believe that it's like (laughs) and ready for you, you're going to sell stuff. When you believe people want to give you money, you act like, and I said casual because that's how I operate when I'm on a consult, when I'm selling, it's like no big deal. People pay me every day right? And that, that creates a scenario where people want to say yes to you. It's not this big deal, right? It's not scary. It's like, this is just what we do. Um, one of my favorite examples that I like to bring up is like Tony Robbins charges a million dollars to work with him one-on-one and he has a wait list. There's no limit to this game, right? He has multiple million dollars of paydays. I'm sure that's not just for Tony Robbins, but who do you think he's being? What assumptions does he have that makes that true, right? And this is where we can get really curious about what assumptions and ways of thinking and being people have that generate those results. And I love doing that because if there's one, there's two, and if there's two, there's a hundred, right? And that's a super fun thing to play with. Um, and this is one of those things, like if you're triggered by people online, you're thinking about it wrong. You're thinking like you can't have it, but what if you thought about like, because they have it, I can have it too. What a different shift. What, like you'd be so much more curious about what they're assuming, right? Um, the, like the other example I'm going to share is like, when you assume you're going to make money today, if you just assumed it's coming, what would you do? How would you show up? And like we said, it's not just in like the way you show up on Instagram or what you write your email list or what you say, um, and a coffee chat or on LinkedIn, right? Like this goes way beyond just what we do. Like if you assume you'd make money today, how would you feel when you worked out? How would you feel when you greeted your husband when he came home from work or from his day? Like this, that's the micro level that I want you to take this and don't, don't trip up of like, I only did it once and I didn't do it. You know, like, I don't want this to be this um, like checklist. It's just constantly bringing your awareness back. Like, huh. If I was the person who made hundred K in a day, how would I enjoy this dinner with my family? It's interesting that we think like, cause wealth is so much more than money, right? Like being a wealthy woman is so much more than just making money for me. Like the little things that change, like it's going to, I'm not going to, I'm trying to not be emotional. One of the things that I believe will be different, believe I will be different. We do this is like, I would have an amazing relationship with my grandparents. Like if I was like a really wealthy woman, I would have great relationships with everyone that I loved. And so one of the things that I feel inspired to do often is like to call my grandma or to take my girls to see my grandma. And it's weird because you wouldn't really attach that to making money, but I can trace back like a lot of my decisions to mend bridges with people because if I was a wealthy woman, this is what I would have. So how do I embody her now? I would make things right with my grandma. I would heal some stuff with my dad. I would choose to journal. I would have more kitchen dance parties with my girls. My answers, the things I felt prompted to do changed in this moment. And it wasn't always related to money. And so make it rain is about a wealthy life. It is about making sales. It is about creating money. And that's super fun. 
but it's really about creating a wealthy life where you're experiencing life almost in HD, where you're so present and grateful in what is that good things just keep coming. That's not just a good idea. That's not like in theory, that's actually available when we do this work. And so the last thing I'm going to really share is the things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. Like think about, I mean, even just like the more, more of like the tactical stuff with money, right? It's super easy to put $200 away in savings, but it's also easy not to do that. It's easy to put a little call to action at the end of your Instagram post, but it's also not easy, like not to do it. It's easy to work out, go on a walk, go on a run, hit the gym, but it's also easy not to, right? The things that make the difference are those things. Especially if you're a coach, building relationships. Easy to do it, just reaching out to a few people and saying hi and having a conversation. Super easy not to do it too. But the things that are going to change your life are going to be you choosing really consciously to do the little things and letting it stack up. Some of the shifts that you're going to make, I I know some of the things I'm experiencing now started four years ago. And so you don't know the ripple effect of this program. I want you to be really open-minded that it can, you can see amazing results, magic, miracles this month, just with some of the shifts, but it might also be something that catches up to you in five years. When we take away time, when we just know and calibrate to one day, I will be making hundred K a day or whatever your version of that is. Like, how does that change the way that you think about your business now? How does that change the way you think about your time now? To me, taking away the time puts me out of a rush. I love working and it's super fun, but it's not because it's not good here, right? We're not trying to run away from our current circumstances to make more money. We're trying to embrace and change the way we perceive our current circumstances so that we get to play with creating any result we want, right? The point of making more money isn't because we, our life is bad now and we need to fix it. It's because having money is fun or it allows you to do things like having money just means you have more money. It means you can do things that require money, but the wealth, the experience you have of your business of yourself starts with the way you feel. And so this, this piece of like the summoning, um, the feeling of the goal already accomplished it seems contrite or like, I don't know, kind of like immaterial. Like you can't, like you can't see it. Right. But it's creating something in the future. And now that like, that's the point. It changes how you experience your process. It exchanges how you experience the, the gap between where you are. And, where you want to go. and to me, that's like the biggest shift is I'm not trying to chase. I'm trying to experience and love the growth, right? I love the experience of progress. Tony Robbins says happiness can be summed up with the words like make progress, right? I might've misquoted him, but you are paraphrased. But the idea is, is like the feeling of accomplishment and growth. It's what we're after. Literally, it's not the result. It's that feeling of I'm evolving, I'm growing, I'm becoming. Money is just... For a lot of people, it's like the effect of our growth. And I'm way more interested in the internal stuff. The money will come when we do the internal stuff. And so I'm going to revisit just a few of the things that um, I want you to be sure to do. Money was. What did it used to be? If I had to answer that, it'd be like money was tight. What, what words come to you? What emotions come to you? It could be from your childhood. It could be from three years ago. It could be from last month. Doesn't really matter. For the most part, people have a negative association with money. If you, or else you wouldn't come. Right? If you were a multiple millionaire, you didn't need to worry about money. Like I just don't think you'd come to a call like this. You're here because you want to change your relationship with money, but really, it's like the relationship you have with your life right now, right? Which is so fun. Um, the next thing is like, what is money to you right now? And just being really honest. And then money will be, what do you hope it will be in the future? Like I said, we're going to do this at the end of our program and it'll be interesting to see if it's changed. I don't want you to cheat and like look or like remind yourself. So I would do this and then put it away and don't look at it again until the end of this program, just so you can see what shifts you've made. Um, and the next thing we talked about is like the summoning, the feeling like pick, oh, sorry, pick something that is very like for me, like scrolling my phone, it feels very real when I imagine it. 
If it's not that, I'm trying to think of some other scenarios. Maybe you imagine opening your email and someone submitted a form on your website, or maybe you check your DMs and someone's there, or someone left you a voicemail because they tracked on your phone and they want to know how they can work with you because they got recommended or referred from someone. Like play out a scenario that feels very real. One of the things that he talks about psycho-cybernetics is kind of switching from memories to imagination. And this is another powerful tool. Like imagine, like if you were to remember summon a memory of something that really happened, like you want, for me, it was like winning a basketball game or when I got an award at school or when I graduated with my bachelor's degree or whatever it is, something that was real that made you feel that accomplishment, that lightness, that ease. And then you switch into something imaginary, like a client reaching out to you or a client paying in full or hitting your biggest income month ever. And you kind of switch between what's real and what you're creating. That way it feels the same in your body. Because what you don't want is to be like, oh yeah, like one day that'll be. We want it to be in the now. We want to experience it as if it's happening now. That's a huge error, a huge mistake that I know I made in the beginning of learning about visualization and affirmations and things is that it was like, one day it was always in the future which meant all my results were in the future instead of now and so you want to bring it back into this present moment and feel it as if it's happening now i've signed five clients even if you haven't you're feeling that feeling of as if it's already done and like i said it's easy not to do that the next more tactical type things in business and we're going to go into more of like a sales sequence like i said in the in um next week and the week after we want to start here, but I, are you selling? Are you actively selling your offers? Are you actively creating conversations with people who you know you could serve and that they could pay you? Are you actively feeling good about your business? Cause that's available now, right? Um, are you looking at your money? Those are like the little things that stack up and compound over time, but they make all the difference. And so this isn't to say like that you're not going to experience hardships and that you're not going to have financial problems. I, I don't, I think it's silly to assume that like, you're never going to have a problem again if you do this work, but I think who you become in the process and committing, like when we think about all the great people who make it in our industry or in the expert industry or in any industry, they overcome things. And so this, this way of being is available for you if you're overcoming something or if you already overcame something or if in the future you will overcome some hardship. Like you can be the person you want to be no matter what. And that's a really powerful thing to know. Um, like one of the things I challenge um, my private clients and I'm going to challenge you as well is like no matter what another person does or doesn't do, no matter how money acts or doesn't act around you, right? Like the, the relationship we have of money is so funny. Like money's never there for me, right? But who are you being? Regardless of what's happening around you, regardless of what is or isn't happening in your business, can you be the North Star? Can you be the steady thing? That's the game. And I don't think it's um, perfection that we're after. I think it's always a recommitment to being that person. Um, one of my other mentors, her name is Julie Stoyan. She said, it's not about commitment. It's about how many times you're willing to recommit. And I, like, I was like, yeah, that's like the secret. Cause how many times have you heard some version of what I'm saying and still struggled? Right. I know that for like, I showed you all, why do you think I read all these books? It's because I didn't get it <laughs> and now I'm getting it. And it took a lot of overcoming and recommitment and coming back to the basics and actually doing what they told me to do, not just learning more, right? It's super easy to read a book about money. It's a lot harder to sit down and allocate funds. It's super easy to take another course. It's a lot harder to like actually pitch your offer online. Super easy to journal gratitude, but not actually take the time to let it hit you where it's like an emotional experience. We want to go that one step further so that it's like really integrating into your way of being. This stuff won't change your life if you don't actually like let it change you on a cellular level. Like I said, the things that are easy to do and not to do are the things that make the difference. And so I wanted to invite you, whatever you're feeling like, and however you operate, how can you make this 
something you do daily. One of the things that um, I've learned is when you say something daily, like my daily walk, for example, I have one of those. Like I say, I'm going on my daily walk and I always affirm that to myself because it's just something I do daily. So what do you need to do daily? And can you add the word daily to it? That's like a little hack for you. Add the word daily. Like, well, it's my daily Instagram moment or whatever. I don't know how you're going to, like, it's my daily CTA. In fact, if you're not making calls to action, I recommend putting that in there. Like it's a daily CTA. Where am I going to put it? On my email list, my Instagram, um, to a person I know in real life. Am I going to text a friend and invite them to a call? Like daily CTA, daily money check-in, daily gratitude moment. That word daily is really powerful because it's just something that you do every day. And then you can expand it into like the little moments during the day as well. But I think even just starting with one moment will be powerful. Do you guys have any questions up to this point? And it's okay. We've kind of covered a lot of different things, but I'm going to share one more powerful idea if we don't have any questions. Okay. So I'm going to share, I'm going to draw because like I, when I first heard this concept, it was hard for me um, to understand. Okay. Don't judge my drawing skills. Okay. (laughs) All right. And here's the break. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I see a chat. Hold on. What was that Napoleon Hill book? It's called the master key to riches. And I, this is like old school. You can tell it's like old, but I really liked it. Okay. So the, what I'm going to share a phrase that I learned from the abundance book, which is one of the books I mentioned, um, which is like, we have to focus on the consciousness or the cause, not the effect. When you think about money, this is the effect, right? So when you think about the number in your bank account, when you think about specific income goals or lack of money you're thinking about the effect and if you focus on the effect you'll always experience lack so if you're thinking about how you need to make money today if you're thinking about how um because like even think about that word right i need to make money assumes like the law of assumption lack And that creates more lack. And this was a mind game for me. Like I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder I keep creating the same patterns. What we want to do is change the cause, which is our brain, kind of. It's like our way of being. Our brain, our thinking, um, our assumptions, right? We want to change this. This is the cause. You, and one of the most radically and hard things we can do is taking total responsibility for the money we have or do not have in our life. And one of the things that I love about entrepreneurship is like, we take this to the next level, right? It's not just about getting a better job. It's about becoming the rainmaker in our business. It's about becoming the person who creates the money. And this is tied to being the cause of your business. You are not at the mercy of clients saying yes. And this is where it gets a little tricky, right? Because they have to pay you. And what I want to kind of switch for you is like money comes through your clients, but it's always created by you, by your consciousness, by your way of being. And if you can get this, you will have, you will have ideas come to you. You will say things in a certain way that magnetizes clients to you. You will have offers come to your mind. You will have ways of approaching business that make you money but it's not because of the other people. It's not because of the economy. It's not because of the right audience size. It's because of the way you show up in your life and in your business. That is always in your realm of control, no matter what's going on. And sometimes we get into scary financial situations and I I want to respect that. And I want you to take that next step of accountability, like an entrepreneur, like a rainmaker, like a business owner. How did you create that? And sometimes it feels like it's someone else or it feels like it, all the power belongs to the people that we're trying to sell to, but that's a mistake. That's a thought error. Bring it back into your cause, like that your consciousness, your way of thinking is the cause of the money or lack of money in your life right now that will set you free. And we don't have to beat ourselves up. We don't need to judge what's happened up to this point. That doesn't even help us. Like it doesn't even help us to judge 
ourselves, like I'm bad with money. That's not even a helpful thought. Um, Cause like, if you study like Dave Ramsey or Robert Kiyosaki, a lot of them talk about like um, things that I, to me weren't helpful because it solidified my, my identity of not being good with money. What would have served me deeply was changing my identity of how I see myself with money. That's the cause. We can change the thing. And cause like what happens is like, these are like the tactics and like the approaches and the budgets and stuff, which is important, but it's not like we don't want to study wealth building or study marketing because we're going to talk about marketing and selling and, and making sales in this program. That's super important, but only because it comes from you being the wealthy person, being the rainmaker, being the person who knows how to make money. That shift is what's, what's the cause of all your actions actions flow from that identity. And so to me, this looks like being really conscious of my thoughts, right? I'm not reporting the news about my financial situations. I'm speaking into existence, the financial situation that I want to have. And let me like paint the picture of what that could actually look like. If you looked at your bank account today and you were upset and you said, I don't have enough money, that is misusing your causal effect right? Like our causal effect, you're caught like the cause, right? You're misusing your, your power to create because what are you creating when you speak? I don't have enough money. You are literally creating situations in the future where you're not going to have enough money. And this seems woo or like intangible because what if I don't actually have the money? Choose a statement that's still empowering. I'm creating money. I'm in the process of making the business work. I'm becoming someone who can hold more money something that's true, but empowering for you, speak that into existence. It's, it seems like it's a subtle distinction. It seems like it, this is just, you know, like semantics, but it's truly not. And I want you to challenge your, your mind if you're like having resistance to doing these little things, because this is what makes the difference. Speak what you want into existence. That's my challenge to you. Like what things are you wanting to create with your money, with your business? Who do you want to be? What identity, what characteristics, what traits are you wanting to embody? For me, it was like a wealthy woman takes care of her money. She like that I told you about my allocation meeting. <laughs> Sounds way better than budget. So I'm someone who allocates her funds. I'm someone who sells frequently because that's what a rainmaker would do. I'm someone who's good with money. Speak those things into existence starting today. Make a list, have fun with this, like whatever, I don't know, like if it's journaling or if it's just speaking or if it's like, I have a vision board. I really like visions um, or like images. Like they help me like sink into the feeling, right? Meditation, visualization. You can look it up on YouTube. Like there's so many resources. It's not about using resources. It's about becoming the person who's resourceful to use them. That's the secret. It's always about who we're being. And so my challenge for you is to do something different than you've done in the past. Because if we keep recycling the things, we keep recycling our results. And I want you to create something exponential, something special, something big in your lifetime. That's why you're drawn to this kind of program. This is why you're drawn to this work is because there's something that's meant to be created through you. And that change that starts with the changing in thinking, seeing ourselves as the cause taking radical responsibility and actually summoning these feelings, this law of assumption of it's done. How do I feel now? And then doing the things that we're going to talk about next week, which are like the sale. I'm going to teach you the sales sequence, which is very tactical um, sales stuff. <laughs> how I've been selling over the year, like how I've learned to sell over the years so that people feel empowered to buy so that I don't feel like I'm a, at the mercy of anyone else. And so how I, um, also how I use my ideas to create money. And so get excited, actually do this work, you guys. Like, I hope I, I've said that a lot of times. I hope you know how important I feel it is to actually like do something different today. Um, and every day, the daily thing so that this work is integrated into your life. This isn't just another course that you checked off your list, that this moment can be something where like, this is where I took radical responsibility for my financial life. And I became someone different and I committed to becoming that person over and over and over again until I got the results, until it works, okay? Woo. Okay, I'm excited to see you guys next week. That's all I have for you today. Um, yeah, get excited, we'll, we'll get into sales. Thank you for coming today. Thank you for doing this work. This stuff matters. The world needs more good, wealthy women. I believe that with my heart and soul. And so doing this work is to me, the most important work we can do as entrepreneurs. We need more good people making money and spreading good messages, which is like coaching industry. So I'm excited for you guys.
Our next call is next Monday um, at 11 a.m. So I will see you there. Look for the emails. And I look forward to hearing about your wins and breakthroughs and all the things. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Coaching Matrix private podcast. I just wanted to tell you, thank you for being a member. Thank you for being here. I hope you found today's episode helpful for your life and for your business. And I want you to know that I am cheering you on and I will see you in another episode. Bye.